Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. Well, hey there, lady. Welcome back. I missed you. You know, last week, you and I got all kinds of technical, right? Chatting about control and our relationship with it in regards to our growth journey, in regards to where we're going, the decisions that we're making, all that good stuff. But this week, I was feeling like you needed some tough love in your life. You, you know, you need a little good old-fashioned calling out, maybe? Yeah, I thought so. So tell me if you connect with this, all right? You are about to go out with some friends and you get changed and you immediately say no and you put something else on because a negative thought just like popped into your head. Or you're walking into work and someone shoots a look your way in the elevator and you decide to take the next one. Because the, the, this negative thought just popped into your head telling you that you somehow did something wrong by trying to get on the elevator and go to your job, right? Or, or how about this one? How about that date that you bailed on because of the text he sent that you read into? When in reality, that person in the elevator was, was having a rough morning before you even pressed that button. And that text was not intended to be read the way that your brain decided to read into it. And that first outfit that you put on was perfectly fine, you sexy devil. Because, dude, I need to let you in on a little secret here. Your thoughts are not facts. Those things that pop into your noggin, the thoughts that make you go to second-guessing street, yeah, those Thoughts are not always valid. They are not facts. They're not proven. But as they pop into our head, we accept them as truth. You shouldn't wear that out tonight. You, you ticked off that person in the elevator. That guy is looking for a way out of that date you have scheduled. Ever had thoughts like that? The ones that feel so true and just come so quickly. Yeah, those are some automatic negative thoughts, my friend. We all get them, some more than others, but I am pretty sure that I can safely say that every single woman with a brain, a woman that has goals, has experienced at least one negative thought in her lifetime. But you know what, dude? You are the one that's accepting them as your truth. You are telling yourself that these thoughts are true without even questioning their validity. Now listen, do you buy a car without taking it for a test drive? No. Do you marry a man without even meeting him first? I sure as heck hope not. So why on earth 
Are you committing to your thoughts as truth without a little bit of investigation first? You are letting those thoughts waltz right on into your noggin without paying for admission. You know what happens when you keep letting them in for free, girlfriend? They start running the show. They start making your decisions. They start deciding your future. What happens when you continue to accept those negative thoughts about needing to change your clothes again before going out in public? Do you think that you're going to have a pretty positive relationship with your body? No, ma'am. Those thoughts of people in your workplace being suddenly upset with you, do you think that you'll be very confident in your role at work? Probs not, home fry. What about the date that you keep canceling because of the thought that it's a pity date? You think that you'll ever let yourself meet the man that you deserve? Heck to the no. Those thoughts, they start deciding your behaviors, and those behaviors start deciding your future. Dude, imagine what could happen if you cut the bullcrap and did some investigating. Imagine what behaviors and therefore future would come from a more positive and accurate thought process. But Emily, okay, I hear you. How the heck do we do that? We throw some good old-fashioned CBT on the automatic thought fire. We bring some cognitive behavioral therapy to the party and do some thought challenging. Okay? At some point, we have to interrupt the cycle. And that starts at the thought itself. We can't remove the thought altogether. Okay? But we sure as heck can check them for evidence. Girlfriend... Let's take a second here, okay? What automatic thoughts have you noticed in yourself? You may not have any that immediately come to mind right now because we're just not really used to specifically paying attention to them. But as you go throughout the day, try to pay attention to those suckers, okay? And and call them out. Are they related to social situations, relationships? Maybe how about that body image? Is it related to body image? Because mine sure as heck have been. Think of one negative thought that you have had in your lifetime. Just one that we can use as an example, and let's run with that, okay? And with that thought, we are going to do something called a thought record. This is a tool we use in therapy to challenge those nasty negative self-talk and negative thoughts that pop into our head automatically, but there are so many ways that you can do this. Okay, so we're going to take a look at this one for now. And if you're wanting to put it down on paper for yourself, I strongly recommend it. Give CBT Thought Record a little Google and you will find a bunch of different templates that you can follow. Okay, so you want to stop feeling like your thoughts are taking a massive dump on you, right? I hear you. Preach it, sister. Then we have to do something about it, dude. It doesn't just stop happening overnight. You don't just wake up and suddenly I'm not taking a massive crap on myself. Suddenly I'm not assuming that all the situations are about me, right? So where the heck do we start? Where do we start? What was, step one here, what was the situation that brought on this thought? In the nerdy therapy world, we call this the prompting event. What brought this to your noggin? 
Okay, get specific. Was it an uncomfortable interaction or some social prepper pressure that walked into the room? Maybe it was some self-doubt talking or maybe some anxiety-provoking tasks that you had to accomplish. What was the event that brought on this thought? And then, step number two, what was the thought itself? What were the exact words? Your clothes are too tight. That person doesn't like you. You're being annoying. What was it? And and let me just interject here for a moment and say that thinking about your thoughts in this way and putting them down on paper, dude, it may get uncomfortable, okay? Maybe even hurtful. So recognize that. Recognize that this may be an uncomfortable process to get to a more comfortable headspace, but also recognize that that's what we're striving to change. And that brings me to step number three. Immediately after that automatic negative thought happens, we feel something, okay? What is the emotion that followed that thought? We look at this specifically because a lot of times it's the emotion that follows this event that actually influences the behavior you choose to act on afterwards. So what emotion followed the thought itself? Maybe it was fear. Maybe you had this thought and you you feel your palms start to sweat and your, your heart starts to race, or maybe that negative thought brings out your, I don't know, your inner critic that we may have talked about before, and you you feel your self-esteem go into the toilet, straight into the toilet. And and maybe that automatic negative thought brings an emotional state of like shame or, or guilt or anxiety or discomfort. What emotional state did this negative thought bring to the table and how do you know that? How do you know that? This is the most important piece here. How did you notice this emotional state in your body? What physical sensations can you recall here? Although the thoughts themselves may be more difficult to call out or pinpoint in the moment, moving forward, it may be easier to acknowledge the physical sensations as warning signs for yourself, as a, as a red flag that you need to pause, right? Okay, now, we have called out the event, we've called out the thought itself, the emotion it provoked, and the physical se- sensations that came along to the party, right? So let's do some of that investigating here. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, your thoughts can't be accepted as facts without the evidence to back them up. So Home Fry, you have to put those thoughts on trial. What is the evidence, actual evidence, that this thought is true? What evidence outside of yourself do you have to prove that this thought may indeed be factual? Example here. Let's say you experience an automatic negative thought that that person that just gave you a funny look on the elevator doesn't like you, okay? Automatic thought, that person doesn't like me. Okay, detective, prove it. What's the evidence that that's true? Well, hmm, okay, people have not liked me before. All right, probably true. No one is liked by everyone. Okay, fact. What else? Well, she gave me a look as if she didn't like me. Okay, 
fair. You're using those non-verbals here. That, that facial expression, you know, maybe someone in the past gave you a look like that and you knew that they didn't like you. Anything else? Hmm. Any other concrete evidence that tells you that this thought is true? Other than that, no, not really, right? So let's check the flip side here. What evidence do you have that tells you that this thought is actually false? That this thought that popped into your noggin is complete and utter bullcrap? Well, for one thing, did you ask that stranger in the elevator if they didn't like you? No? That's weird that you decided that you did. And to be fair, does this stranger in the elevator even know you as a person? No? Well, (laughs) weird then that you decided that they do. Did you do anything to cause this stranger in the elevator to not like you upon sight? No? Well, then that is just weird that you decided that you wronged them in some way just by laying eyes on them through an elevator door. You know, dude, it's funny because we realize how silly we sound when we sit down to analyze it like this, but really, you don't know what this person's thinking. I love you, but you don't. You don't know the kind of day that they've had. And then... Next up here, let's say that you go with that thought that this person, this this person doesn't like you. You go with the thought that doesn't have adequate evidence to back it up and you get smacked in the face with the emotion that follows. What behavior does that lead to? You step back and, and you wait for the next elevator, right? And then you are not only late for work, but that whole vibe, it just sticks with you throughout the day. Right? Just nasty. Just feeling gross. So here is where the challenge comes in. You've tested this current thought for evidence and found that it doesn't really measure up to reality. Right? What is an alternate thought that we can put in its place? Not even an extremely positive one, just a tad bit more neutral maybe? Maybe, in this case, it would be something like this. Okay? They must be having a bad day. Or even just stating the facts here, right? That person is upset. You didn't assume why. You didn't self-blame. You stated the evidence that you were given. What emotion is that going to lead to? Are you going to be overjoyed? I mean, probably not. But you're going to be a little bit more likely to follow with a neutral behavior. Maybe you ask them, hey, do you mind if I ride with you? Or maybe you even just let them be and you step on quietly. Maybe you just smile at them and you step on the freaking elevator, dude. You're not late for work and you're not carrying around that unearned blame all day. You accept the facts from your thoughts rather than every thought that pops into your head no matter how factual it is. Imagine What would happen if we stopped to do this every once in a while? I mean, seriously, what would happen if we made it our mission to sit down and challenge one, one negative thought a day, one negative thought a week even, 
you are a woman with goals on your heart. You are a woman that wants to make those goals a reality. You don't have time to trip over every fact imposter that that crosses your mind. Listen, dude, it's normal to have automatic negative thoughts that come your way. But sweetheart, it is your job to charge them for admission. It is your job to give those thoughts a little background check and make sure that we don't have some identity theft going on here. Your thoughts are not facts. Try as they might, they are not immediately facts on paper, okay? And it's your job to put them to the test. Listen, girl, if you are up for the challenge, go get yourself a thought record, go do a little CBT thought record Google search and and put that evidence on paper. And if you do, shoot me a photo of it over on my Instagram page, okay? Slide into my DMs because I want to see what that noggin is working on, all right? That's it for now, my fellow kind minder. I love you so much. And until next time, go challenge those thoughts. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this weirdo in your journey. If you vibed with this episode, I would love to connect with you on social media. Go take your takeaways to your Instagram story and tag me so I can thank you for spreading a message that is near and dear to my heart. Thank you for letting me sit in the passenger seat of your personal growth journey. I want to hear about the mountains that you are moving, but... Until next time, stay kind to that mind, girlfriend. I'll talk to you soon.